another episode of Real Talk with Bella. And um, we are covering anything and everything, uh, especially during this world pandemic, you know, um, issues that have uh, come to us out of interest from our readers and our viewers. But today's topic is actually one um, that has really hit home for um, many young people who have uh, just either graduated from college or have just secured um, jobs and all of a sudden have found themselves um, with, n with no employment anymore. So our guest today is going to um, delve into um, some really, really fascinating tips about how to, um, number one, address all the, these concerns and how to, and how to tackle uh, the situation that you're currently in. And I'm going to let Chanel, uh, my co-host, uh, Chanel Amari from Chanel in the City, jump in and introduce you. And of course, we're joined by uh, Jennifer, our publisher. Go ahead, Chanel. First of all, happy Passover, happy Easter to all of you. You got, got all look gorgeous, so that's yeah. one thing. And thank you for taking the time, Carla, to be here. I wanted to properly, I want to properly introduce you. Um, she's a career coach. She's a keynote speaker and the founder of FreeFashionInternships.com. Please welcome our guest, Carla Isabel Carstens. Thank you so much for joining us on Zoom. I wanted to, to thank you. I wanted to mention that what you know, piggy back off what Vanessa said and Jennifer you can chime in because as an intern I don't know if I'd be able to mentally and physically deal with what's going on now as opposed to when I was an intern back in like 2007 2008 right after college it was already hard correct me if I'm wrong I'm sure all of you done internships yeah but like now to put COVID-19 what's your advice why did you start you know why did you become this mentor behind this program? How do you think it's changing the youth generation now with internships and working from home? Like, do you think our world's going to change to working virtually? Like, well, it's funny you mentioned the date 2007 because that is the year I graduated college and the year I actually accidentally founded Free Fashion Internships. I started that website because I didn't understand why it was so hard to break into the fashion industry and find all of these experiences when like I, I had obviously figured it out. I had interned at like many places. I interned at Gucci and Jane Magazine that's no longer being published. But um, I was living in San Diego and I didn't have the luxury of going to a fashion school where I had a career counselor who you know, could help me just like walk down the street to the garment district and get a great internship. Yeah. Obviously it requires a little bit more work than that, but I was a science major and I had this passion for the fashion industry and I, I cracked the code, so to speak. So um, at random, I started copying and pasting internship opportunities I would personally come across um, on message boards that I had heard about from um, friends I had made working in the fashion closet at Jane and they went to FIT or they would message me stuff be like, oh my God, look at this internship. So I just started copying and pasting it with no real plan. Um, the name, I was just like free fashion internships. Like there was truly no plan to this, but I just wanted to put these opportunities out into the universe in one way. And, you know, granted my, my goal was always to just get into the industry, which I did. Um, I ended up becoming a fashion publicist. I, um, I mainly focused on fine jewelry and um, I got into celebrity dressing from the PR side of things. And from there I started hiring my own interns and I always had the website chugging along and, you know, it wasn't my focus for quite some time. Um, however, I then, when I was really connecting with interns as a boss, you know, I was just seeing that in reality, also at this point, so many other companies had, you know, savvied up and, and I had many competitors, you know, to a certain point. And the problem was no longer finding internships. It was actually getting them. And social media really it has been an incredible tool because before we wouldn't have access to this community that we're catering to unless we were reaching out directly or maybe on message boards. But with Instagram, I've, I've created this environment where it's like a very safe space for them to talk to me as obviously they view me as a professional, but 
they feel comfortable enough to like actually tell me the real stuff. And so what's like you're you're like a recruiter for interns basically too. So it's almost like you're seeking for safety reasons because I wanted to touch up on that if you guys want to chime well, in. Well, and, and I right? think it's fascinating that you're saying that the issue was not finding um, the interns, it was the internship. Yeah. Whereas of today, and um, Jennifer can chime in here because we do it together when we are on the, pro you know, looking for interns, it has never been harder to find um <laughs> Like it, it's never been harder to find interns who are willing. And, and I'm like, what is ha like, it cannot be this difficult. It cannot be. And it's not that we don't get applications. Um, it's just, we don't get the right candidates. We don't get the right candidates. So it's, it's been really a challenge for us, obviously. And this is putting, you know, aside what's currently happening right now in the world, but we just went through this process and we've been looking for interns since November of last year. And it has been, I mean, Jennifer. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's difficult and it's not even just the right candidates. I find too, um, I feel like people don't even do the due diligence of reading the, the posts that I'll put up and, and the criteria that I'm asking for. I'll get interns that say, okay, I'm available, you know, in June. Okay, well, I posted it for a March internship or, oh, I'm a, I'm a science major and well, it's a, it's a fashion. So people just don't even read. And I always do um, something and I didn't do it intentionally to try to trip people up. I oh, just, I don't I want you to, you. I don't want you to message me on the message board. I want you to email me. So okay. I always put in the posting, if interested, please email me at, and then I'll put my email. You would not believe how many people don't email me. They respond right on the message board. Well, that shows me off the bat that you don't even read and, yep. and what well, you're applying for. Right. Well, and the thing is, because I, and I am a little bit more, like, I think I'm a little pickier in, in the sense when, um, just because I learned this very early on, um, as I began to hire people, uh, even before I, you know, Bella, uh, cause I used to work for Aldo and I was, um, recruiting and hiring and I was managing, uh, three stores. Um, I was on my way to becoming like a regional manager. And so I was constantly receiving applications. But one of the things that I learned learning that I learned early on in the hiring process is, Simple things like this, as far as if the directions say, email your resume, that's what they're asking for. And if person, if people, if they can't follow that simple instruction, like, you know, don't even engage, don't even, you know, follow through with, and it sounds harsh, um, but it's not, no, <laughs> but, but it's not, mm -hmm. but it's not life. Yeah. That's I life. To chime yeah. in that, that's the thing. Like, I feel like where Carla, you come in, which is something we, like you said, Vanessa and Jen, we need this, whether it's COVID-19 or not, because if you're going to ask an intern to work from home, they're going to have to know the due diligence and the instructions and pay attention to someone you would have out in the field. Like I remember I was running the internship program at Alice and Olivia. I was in the fashion industry is probably the toughest industry to break through even more than entertainment because entertainment, they'll take production assistance. They'll train them fashion. They don't have the patience from what I learned in my experience to train you why I think you come in. Well, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying what Bella did. Like, we saying, do, and we actually do, you know? don't you think it would be more beneficial, right? Like now that you and Jen are looking for interns, for them to have someone like Carla to actually direct them and say, I know this might be a simple task, but they are t trying to test you. You need to. Yeah. Well, and, and no, because I don't want, I want to correct, no. I don't want, I don't want it to sound like we are tricking people. In, no, in, yeah, in, no, 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 like we're, we're in the process of the application, but it's been very, like the instructions are very specific and they're very simple. And um, there's why they're there. And it, right. so many people do this because it's also like, I explain this to my clients and I explain this to my, my community, you know, people just don't ask you to like send their your resume to a certain email for like no good reason they're yeah. doing it because maybe that's the person who's sifting through all the resumes Correct. or you know it it, it might be like it, it, it even comes down to um you know what we were saying earlier about framing your experience there's a chance that a ton of those applicants who did apply and don't seem like they're the good candidate actually are but guess what it's not your problem to figure that out they're the ones that need to tell their story no. because the resume is essentially telling a story yeah.
But and isn't the point of an internship, sorry to interrupt, isn't the point of an internship to learn those essentials? Because I think what you're yes. doing as a mentor is good because I had to learn that. as like, Yes, to learn. and I totally agree Paying with you. Paying detail is important. Yeah. But if that. you can't do the one simple task of emailing, which is, right. it's, yeah. it's, it's like in bold, like email right. here, um, then, <laughs> then, right, then but, but right. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You are applying for an internship for a publication. The, here's the thing. Reading and writing is a part of our every like second, uh, every second. Of, of, of every right. second and it's reading and writing. And I even have this conversations even with, you know, team members. I'm like, before you post something, read it for grammatical errors. Like you would be amazed. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I make mistakes and I'm sometimes I'm in such a rush to get something out that I'll, you know, I'll have an oversight. Um, and you know, when I jump in and I correct, um, a team member, the last thing that I expect is, you know, for there to be an offense, because what do we sell? We sell editorial, we sell, um, you know, marketing and a message that's written. You need to know it's, it's not even, you, this is not brain surgery, but there are, there's so many softwares that can just like spell check. I mean, forget, don't, don't rely on that. But you know what I mean? Like, and, I do. And, I think it's important that you're saying this because I think the youth needs to realize like, you're not, we're not. Well, and another thing that, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Carla, because I know, like I said, I listen, I used to be a teacher and a literature teacher and I'm, I'm a grammar Nazi. I, I really am. Like, I'm a really, like, I am a, a grammar um, ninja and not even so much for myself, but for other people. And I pick up on that things uh, on those things. But if you can't simply, um, do a spell check or email or read the proper instructions, then, you know, 100%, like, it's just not going to be a conducive start to this. Well, there's no reason to. And yeah. as an employer, the last thing you want to do is give that one person a shot. And then they do something like crazy. And you're like, my red flag. <laughs> I mean, which I have out of the kind, you know, because sometimes, oh my God, you know, this girl seems to have so much potential. And then they're on board and you're like, what? But it's just like dating, ladies. You don't fall in love with potential. Right. Okay. Sure. So, what are the best quote out of this? Good quote. No. This whole job thing, uh, yeah. I always use dating as a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. Because dating is a metaphor. Like something about searching for jobs makes people crazy. Yeah. It makes you go places that and desperate, right? Because sometimes you're you're applying out of desperation. Exactly. Which is which is understandable, especially now. <laughs> but um it's not to say, and I know um you're gonna get into that um yeah. in in a, in a little bit. But I know that in specific, because we're obviously in the midst of a world pandemic and people have lost jobs and whatnot. But I know Jonathan last week had um, a New York City influencer on one of our live segments. And one of the things that she said that really stuck out for me, because I listened to what people say, she's like, there are jobs. There are jobs. There when are. I, you, <laughs> like, I like to check myself because sometimes it's really easy to get bogged down in like the coaching part of this. And with COVID, like who am I to be spouting off on like a podcast to your audience about how there's all these jobs when there isn't? Yeah, 100%. So one, I have free fashion internships, I have a fashion job site, and I have a beauty job site. Okay. So I, I see jobs being posted. And obviously these are very specific to fashion, but Alexander McQueen's hiring a PR manager. They're hiring a buying manager. Um, I mean, it, just broadly, Nike is hiring, Apple is hiring, TikTok is hiring. Um, I, I could go like on and on, someone stop me. And, yeah. and they're hiring from home, right? Even during this, because a lot of interns or young kids have said to me, well, you know, it's COVID-19. Yes. I, I don't have the time or I don't think someone's going to hire me virtually. That's Maybe not true. Give us confidence yeah. on this. Yeah. And that's, and, and to be honest, I get really disappointed. Um, I have like a very like low tolerance for BS. So like a very specific type of <laughs> I was gonna person say. wants to work with me because <laughs> I oh, that's where I learned it from. Sorry to interrupt, but no, they're really good. It's <laughs> it's good to be around women who have less tolerance because then you check yourself and you make less because, excuses. Because I'm telling from my experience. here's what I've learned in my many and listen, I have done it all um, in my industry and in my job and in my current role as owner of this publication. I, I'm I'm one to tell Jennifer all the time. I'm like, girl, if I have to film 
because nobody showed up, then guess what? You're looking at the camera person right here. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. Because I can't, I cannot um, not walk my talk. Like I cannot be expect, have high expectations of people. If you're also not willing to do the work, like you have to be willing to do the work. And in this industry, especially how much your, your role in fashion, a PR specialist is no longer just a PR person. They're also a social media marketer. They're also a journalist. They're also a blogger. They're also like, you have to be willing to adapt to what the current time demands of you. It's like when I, um, when we were applying or when we were receiving applications, I had a girl who came in and I was actually not, not I can't say that I was offended, but I was just, um, I guess appalled for the level of, of her expectations and her um, just sense of entitlement to her position because she worked, she had a previous internship at a TV network. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And listen, you may be 1,000% capable of doing this job, uh, but obviously how you carry yourself, how you walk in, and um, how you present yourself has a lot to do with, especially in the fashion industry. And listen, I took on this publication with the ultimate intention of um, being of service to women of all races, nationalities, inclusion, shapes, sizes, but I would be, and this is my podcast, so I can, I can curse, but I would be an asshole if I sat here and I looked like I just rolled out of bed. You understand what I'm like? There is no reason to not, and I'm not saying, you know, full, but you're laughing because I'm sure that once, you know, the application of the internship comes in, then comes the actual interview process. Um, comb your hair, do your, you know, you, so, <laughs> I see your face. Yeah, I tell like my mom, no, I'm just but, kidding. Like, seriously, like, I, well, it's how serious you take it and how much respect you have for the person yeah. that you're going and, and interviewing and, with. And I don't think people right. realize that it's not about respect for the other person. It's about respect for yourself. It's yeah. self-respect. It's you letting other people know that you value yourself enough that you take care of yourself and that you were willing to show up as your best self, you know, and you expect, um, or that's the level of expectation that you have of the position or the company that you're walking into. I, I won't keep rambling because this is a, 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 a topic. <laughs> I want to talk that, about that. Like, it's a hot button topic. It's a hot, yeah. it's a hot one. You coming? I want to talk about that because I think the youth needs to listen a lot because I think when you talk about- Oh, this is what I was going to say before. Mm -hmm. When you respond, to a job application as if you were texting your best friend. Like, what are you doing? It, no, I don't. LOL, TTYL, like, why? Why I are you right. doing this? You hate me. <laughs> are you trying to stress me out? Right, that's why I want to talk about that point when you said the entitlement. I think that becomes harder, right? Because the generations, and I'm not saying that Vanessa and I are old, we're young women, but we, I come, I don't know about you, Vanessa, I come from an old school mentality of really I do working too, hard, but my doing everything. But no, but I'm saying with the entitled generation, maybe they are, need to hear are this these now. these kids in this day, like, is, I just cannot imagine that they would just have, and listen, I've had it done. Well, they have amazing credentials. Yeah. And it's an abbreviated email that comes along with the resume. And I'm like, what, what just happened? Did they not just see that? Like, yeah, you know, I don't, I think it's twofold because I get really wary of um, over, over saying entitlement because I do think in part it is entitlement, yeah. but it is entitlement that was instilled by their parents. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, was, is it, was um, it instilled it, by parents or education? That's because they grew up in the everyone gets a gold star environment. And that was fostered by their parents because everyone wins. Everyone has to get invited to the birthday party. You know, it, it's that whole thing. And I, I see merits in that. And I'm not here to tell people how to parent. I'm a dog mom, not a human mom. <laughs> but, and I could see why as a, as a parent, now my friends being parents and how they're with their children, those are their precious little things. So like, I get it. However, now these kids think that they, you know, they deserve X, Y, and Z. They deserve to get paid even though they have no experience. However, I will not blame entitlement for just a complete lack of professionalism. 
because that is not something that is a parent's uh, job to teach them necessarily. You know, these kids at some point have to decide to become adults. And that means having the wherewithal to go to your career counselor or seek someone out like me using hashtags or Google um, and figuring out what's the proper way to do this. Because, you know, that is, and that's what, you know, the cream rises to the top, I yeah. like to say. Yeah. And, you know, we could sit here and wax poetic about, you know, that the, that the world is like equal to everyone. It's sadly not. No. It's, you know who it favors? I, I fight for equal rights hustle. every day. Yeah. Like people who hustle. Yeah. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter what school you go to. You can go to Harvard or you can go to a community college everyone in this chat room can agree we are trying to hire the best candidate not the flashiest credentials yeah, yeah. like and i don't care about your gpa i care well, about if you're coming in correct and getting your shit done well that's yeah. what i'm gonna ask well, you guys like do you feel jennifer you can you can start with this question because i want to know on that point do you guys how much does humility come into play for professionalism how much does confidence because sometimes people confuse the two of entitlement being confident and and humility being insecure can you elaborate on what you're looking for when you see a when you're looking th- for a candidate? I think too, and this goes back to earlier when I said, you know, that I put right in the posting to please email me because a lot of people don't realize, but having an intern, you think is, oh, it's going to be super helpful. It's a job in itself. So now I'm, I'm managing other people and now delegating work that I could probably just get done in half the amount of time. So to say that, okay, she had an amazing resume. I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I'm not like, I didn't go to an Ivy league school. I didn't have a million great internships because I worked my whole life. Like, but I worked. And if I'm getting an intern that, you know, maybe they are a science major and they know nothing about fashion or social media, but if they come in and they're okay, I did this, I took the Liberty and went ahead and started on this. Um, like, and they're making my life easier and I don't have to like micromanage them. I don't care where you went to school, what your degree is in you work, like work hard. So if I say, email me so I don't have to now go into the job site, check the messages. No, you sent me an email and said, Hey, I I saw your post. That to me is already like, great. They follow directions and I don't have to babysit them. So I think it's just a matter of showing up and wanting to work. And I don't want, I I don't want to, because again, I don't think it's every young person coming out of college that has like these, you know, we had um, someone who just emailed me out of the blue one day and it was Anna um who all of us just out of the blue and I'm like oh my god um we were looking for interns so I didn't really read uh her um resume and the email as much um because it's not my job that's like literally literally it's not my job so I forwarded to Jennifer and we set up uh, an interview this girl walked into the office number one looking like a rock star and number two from Philadelphia okay would drive because she wanted it that badly. And which said so much, number one, of just her character, of her intentions of just working. Um, And so on top of things that we were like, oh my God, did we just hit the, can we get like another one like her? Like what is happening? Huh? Where's your twin? Exactly. Like right. it was, it was just like, and we've had over the years of Bella, we've had girls who literally like they're, they are so stand up girls and they stand out because of their diligence. That is such, um, it's so refreshing to find 18 year old, 18 year old girls who are willing to just hustle that hard Good. and prove themselves and work. And because they also understand that it's a win-win for the both. It's not just that I'm getting free labor because it's not that it's like people need to really understand just like Jennifer said before, an internship is is as much of a job for you than it, as it is for us. We are taking the time out of our really busy day to sit, coach you, walk you through something that you've probably never done before. Um, and social media, young people, you know, you're in it. Guess what? Not really. Cause we've had to sit down yeah. and explain, you know, that's awesome, but this is how we need it done for us. So, yes. you know, it's really, cause I, I just want to be mindful of, cause I don't want it to sound like I am bashing, you know, freshly graduated kids who, um, are all, or that all have a sense of entitlement. But um, just like you said, Carla, obviously it comes a lot with education that you've received 
um, from your parents and, and not necessarily from the school that you went to because, you know, um, community colleges are doing great jobs at educating people too. It's, it's a matter of um, you as a person, just to answer your question, uh, Chanel, when it comes to humility and whatnot, like you have to care. You have to care and you have to, you have to care enough about the company that you're applying to, about the position, because at the end of the day, if you get it and you suck at it, do you think that when you need the, re the, the recommendation or the, like, that anybody's going to give it to you? Um, that says more, you know, how you walk in, literally how you leave says more about how, you know, about you than how you walk into anything it's, yeah it's but, interesting uh, you're saying that because when, okay so i agree with you guys i just it, it took a long time for me to process you know when there's it's a lot okay this is what i want to try to say there's a lot of influencers out there right and we're trying to sometimes emulate like influencers sometimes or have a full-time job even magazines or, or editorial uh publishers will like hire people to represent them and sometimes they're just themselves so I think sometimes we get confused. Maybe Carla, you could give us some tips as when we do get out of college and we do want that internship at Bella Magazine, a big publication, or that fashion internship at Alice and Olivia. Because I remember I didn't have excuses. I was, not only did I have to uh, execute my responsibilities, but at Alice and Olivia, I was in charge, like Jen said, of the interns. I had to manage the interns. That was a job in itself because nobody wanted to deal with it because they knew that I could just do this myself. Why am I going to take the and time? It's, but it's, it's a time important. sucker. It's a time <laughs> it's a sucker. It's a but sucker. I felt it was important yeah. to manage and teach. If I taught the right ones and I saw the ones that were getting it, that to me was worth it because then they were helping me with our workload and it was the bigger picture. We were executing the bigger picture. If I saw there was interns that I had to spend more time and hours training and learning, I was still kind to them because it's, a, it, again, in the end of the day, it's a learning experience. But I knew that's not someone I was going to hire or promote from within or rely on to make my job or me look better. Because at the end of the day, you also have, it's a teamwork. You mm -hmm. take as much of the responsibility as, as, as they screw it up. Agreed. For you. So what Agreed. are tips that we, like you said, also Vanessa, we don't, we're not bashing, but what are tips that people can actually be professional, not feel entitled and get, serve the, the employer, the, the employee but also the employer serving them. It's a two-way street. I agree 100% because that's something I'm incredibly cognizant of. Number one, from working in the industry myself for like 13 years and being privy to what people post as what they in, envision being an internship. I always like to start the conversation off by telling employers, um, I need you to realize an internship legally needs to benefit the student more than the employer. Yeah. Otherwise, illegal internship. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. because it's supposed to be a learning experience. And the best way to do that is to have just like a job, a very strict idea of like, these are what your, your role is every single day and empowering that kid. Like, cause you know, you'll be sitting at your desk and you're just like, thanks for finishing that. But like, I don't, I need a minute. Like, I can't give you something to do right now. I adore you, but mm. And it's teaching self-sufficiency, but also the confidence to empower themselves to, you know, feel like it's their responsibility. Like, hmm, I work in a fashion PR showroom. The fashion showroom needs to always be clean for guests. I know she didn't ask me to do that, but it's something that matters day to day. While I'm sitting here, I should just like go organize the racks yeah. because she's probably going to ask me to do that eventually. Go organize the racks. Lo and behold, da-da, look what I did. And then I always like to like anchor that with something I call personal PR. And personal PR is something that my I like coined ages ago just within my friends. Because the whole reason I actually became a career coach was because all of my friends would come to me for career advice. Yeah. And, you know, they would be like, okay, so like, what should I do? Like, this is happening, whatever. And not to say that I'm perfect. I've definitely had my own emotional flubs, but like, you know, it's, it's just something I've had a knack at. And I, I think having businesses and, and I think my mother is like very in tuned into attuned. So, um, I call it personal PR in, you know, your boss isn't always going to realize that you've done something. I'm not saying to like flash it in their face all the time, but just, you know, shoot them an email while you're waiting for the, you know, the next task. Hey, so, um, I know you're busy. I just finished organizing the showroom. So that's all taken care of. Let me know if there's anything else you need to do in the meantime, I'm just going to go search the internet for clips that maybe we missed. 
So being proactive. Yeah. Proactive, yeah. but then also, you know, taking it a step back even um, in terms of the application process, how do you even get through the door? It's like the hardest part. Like you're saying you posted in November and you haven't found anyone. I always tell my clients in my community, you know, listen, you need to tell these people why you're qualified. If you're not, and especially in a time like right now where to what you guys, your point and my previous point, there's so many jobs right now. I actually work full time as a publicist at a venture capital fund and entrepreneurial accelerator. We have currently doubled the size of our team in the past three weeks. Like every few days, I have a new team member joining our um, our Zoom chat in the morning. Like wow. we are hiring like crazy because just because this is happening, it doesn't mean our business has stopped. Well, and it doesn't mean that the world has stopped because, and, and it's a conversation that I keep having with people. It's like, so, okay, so once this is over, what are we going to all do? Like, just go back and twiddle our thumbs. Like, um, if anything, you know, keeping active um, and keeping, um, even maybe now is the time to get the internship that, because now it's like a downtime for everyone in a sense to um, educate themselves, to read more books because that's exactly to read to read more um and also get away from and i know that we're so reliant now you mentioned it before social media and 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 um just a digital community but at the same time i think this time if more if anything it's teaching us that there are back to base basic practices that um we need to all brush up on um uh can we go into uh, because now I feel more than ever, this is what's happening, right? What are the proper um, guidelines? Um, you know, whether somebody is applying for an internship and they get it. Obviously, we're not meeting in person for an interview. So what would be um, the next step? If it's a phone call, if it's a Zoom um, call, um, you know, what, how, how are people handling it? And what can you, uh, you know, tell the applicants, you know, to, to keep in mind? While they're yeah. going through this process. So um, in reality, phone interviews are actually so much harder than in person or even a Zoom because you're taking away your ability to like emote and, um, it, it, and just being able to vibe with someone in person. Like I feel when it's in person or even has the element of video, like you know, maybe something funny happens in the background on accident or, you know, just like the chat element, it just doesn't occur. That truly allows you to connect because at the yeah. end of the day, we all just want to work with people, intern or full-time or consultant, whatever. We want to work with people we like yep. and that we want to be around. Yeah. Granted, we're not really going to experience a lot of in-person moments at the time, but in terms of like acing a, a, a video interview this is super simple, but like making sure that the lens is clean is like number one, making sure that your environment, mm -hmm. I'm not saying you need to be at like the Ritz Carlton, but like clean up a little. Yeah. Shush. Like maybe don't take it while you're sitting on your bed next to your laundry. You know, like, <laughs> or, or like me or next to my kids' Legos because this is where I get the best internet connection. I'm in my like, kids' so like, it's like, but some people don't know that even one on one producing, like, yeah, you, you're supposed to know, like, if you're not next to something clean, do something like a solid. Like, right. Or hide it. it. <laughs> and then also, like, I've had this happen, like, their parents don't know that they have an interview or their brothers or sisters and they just like barge through like, ah. like my crazy mom the other day. And I'm like, I'm gonna hey, I made the chicken soup, the chicken soup. Yeah. So it's, and there comes thank God Vanessa knows me and like accepts that about, like knows that I live with my parents. You know what? Like I, you're, the, I, you're this close, Shana. I'm kidding. I know, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. Mortified, but it's what the best I could do right now. No, 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 no. Like everybody, but what happened? And, and I think that this, time in, in, in history that we're all living in. I, I think that the expectations with that have obviously gone, you know, a little lower and whatnot. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like I've said on many recordings that we've had over the past few weeks, if you see a child behind this window, you know, I'm home with my kids. That's the reality. Yeah. It is what it is, but I'm ignored. Like I'm not engaging. Um, it's not to say that my husband hasn't called me 35 times because that's just typically what he does on a normal day. Why wouldn't he when I'm home? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, because obviously I 
I don't know what I have that done within an hour that is different. Like other than I, I hate to say yeah. this, yeah. but it's just kind of how it is. Like yeah. you can have that happen. Like yeah. you can have that box of Legos behind you because you're not really trying. You are trying to impress me. Like we want to impress each other. Like you want to come off as the businesswoman you are and the badass you are. But like you would never purposefully ask like your child <laughs> to cruise through. Oh no. So I would say like yes like try to manage your environment but like if something happens it happens yeah. and it's a great segue just be like i'm so sorry about that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. not bad yeah, yeah yeah um and then with phone interviewing but i think that makes it all the more um just genuine i think also that it, it should serve everyone as a lesson in handling something that could potentially happen like that okay. which which we i mean if you're like oh my god i'm so sorry dude like settle it's down <laughs> it's, it's okay <laughs> the world hasn't ended we're good just be proactive yeah. in commu- I think yeah. communication like communicating yeah. with your boss or your colleague and saying hey guys i have i live with my parents or i'm with my brother and i'm shacked up with my brother and sister yeah, but no, no. i'm going to be in the closet i'm going to have all this prepared and let me know what you need to get done i think what you guys are saying is just being more proactive and just common sense and not being selfish and saying you know what i'm just going to roll out of my pajamas because that's who i am and you got to accept who i am you, you know what i mean that whole like like I want to accept someone who's going to like actually help me. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. By all means, like wear your PJs when I'm not, when you're not trying to get the job, like yeah. when you got it, <laughs> <laughs> like you do. But, um, another thing with phone interviews, uh-huh. people think that because they're not being seen, that they can get away with like taking them laying down. And I don't, there's like studies that have been done that you are actually more creative when you're, and your brain is like working when you're cruising around, if you're pacing. And when you lay down, you can hear the person's voice being different. It's Mm -hmm. like really funny. And so your brain just goes into a lazy place. So like, don't do that. Yeah. Like take it seriously. And if you need to like mentally trick yourself, get dressed. Cause that does sometimes help people. And then also just like the regular, like I, what I think to be common sense stuff, but sadly isn't, um, making sure that you actually have their phone number to call or that that has been discussed. Um, making sure that like you have a zoom account and like, you don't have to download anything. Like these are all things that like, Yes, the most, you know, the most buttoned up employer would have like a document like copying pasting, you know, if they're like a recruiter or something. But like, let's be real, a lot of people hiring are the real people you're going to be reporting into. They're not hiring someone every single day. This is like a once every few months. So like, it's also your time to shine and be like, oh, wow, that person like cruised on really fast or that person totally caught the fact that we didn't decide who's calling who. So it's no, it's, it's interesting that you're that you're saying that because um, you know uh, we hired um, an office administrator literally what three weeks before the shit went down, um, and the one reason why I hired her and I told um, Jennifer I was like this girl walked in, knew my name, knew that I wrote multiple books, um, knew the issue that we were on knew that we not just do print, but we do, like, she knew, and I literally, like, I did barely any talking during this interview because she was telling me how much she knew about my company and, number two, how much she wanted the job, you know? And and looking impeccable. And obviously, I mean, people need a job for a reason, et cetera. But my jaw dropped to the floor. I'm like, when does this happen? Like, when... Uh, no, it was unbelievable. And she needs, she has needed some support with certain, with a few things, but to this day, um, obviously we're not going into the office as frequently. She's like, you know, maybe two, I think two or three weeks ago, Vanessa, I just took, um, two boxes of magazines to my house. So if orders come in, don't worry about it. I got it. I'm, I'm like, oh my god oh my god i love you like well and how many people just don't even do like their basic homework who will email me or we'll get a generic email you know inquiring about a job but won't know who vanessa is or won't know how often we go to print or like just little things that i think to myself 
do you even want this? Like, you don't know anything about us. You didn't do your homework. Like, that's just common sense. At least I think it is, but apparently it's not because- no. But how much, yeah, how much responsibility <laughs> on that note, Carla? Because what Jen's saying is important, I think, like for communication between whether it's an intern or employee to the employer. How much of the responsibility is for the employer to also give guidelines in the beginning when they when or when they're inter in the interview process so that that person has a way to have common sense and doesn't have the excuse to say, well, I don't understand this or I don't know. Because sometimes we don't know how an employer runs their business either. I'm of the belief that common sense can't be taught, but you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> One opinion. Uh, we're talking about two different things here. Yeah. yeah. No, I think too. The yeah, common yeah. sense of... She closed a little bit. Yeah. How to get through that door. So like, of sorry, course, Carla, I don't you, expect sorry, can, it. Carla, can you repeat that? Sorry, we lost you. Oh, yeah, we so, lost your right. I'm, let me let me know if I if I go out again. But mm -hmm. I think there's two different like scenarios here. There's the common sense of you know getting into the door, of uh, so knowing how to communicate, knowing how to um, conduct yourself in an interview, knowing that you should probably know the names of the people who like are the most important at the magazine and should like maybe know about the magazine, like the last three cover stars or something, right. some stories. And then, you know, there's ex an expectation. I don't think any one of us in this room would ever expect someone to walk in and know exactly what to do without me telling them. We should of course provide them with structure. And if that's not provided to you as an intern, there is a very nice way to ask that because all we want, we want your help. Yeah. So you're asking to help us. Don't like barge in and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. It's like, hey, so, you know, I really want to make sure that I'm useful for you and that um, I'm helping you in every way I can. Is there any way that we could just sit down for 30 minutes and like talk about, you know, some daily tasks that I should do every day when I have you know, when it's my day to intern or, you know, I've been, I've been helping people set up their internship programs, um, structured remotely and truly the most, most important part of having a successful remote internship is not skimping on having a weekly touch base with your intern like this with the mm -hmm. video, because it creates the connection and it gives them the comfort to ask questions but also you can set your expectations for the week of projects, check-ins, check whatever. And truthfully, the person who tends to cancel those meetings are the actual employer. So making sure as an intern that, you know, we all have to manage up in life. Yeah. You know, my, my new boss a few months ago, she's like, Carla, I really need you to manage up. And I have an assistant for my, for my businesses. And I told her from the get-go, like, if you don't have the confidence not the cockiness, the confidence to be like, hey, Carla, like I sent you those edits you needed. You haven't gotten back to me. Um, let me know if there's anything else you need from me and um, to move forward with that project. My girl does that to me. I sent you three emails. You haven't responded. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Right, well, I was going to ask, but, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but at that point, well, here's my question. What if people are too timid when they say, Where, where's my place in this? Am I overstepping boundaries? Or Because I've been an intern at times where my boss was like, hey, Chanel, I know you're trying to be proactive and you're very zealous and you're very driven, but you got to chill too, because at the end yeah. of the day, I'm running this. So I, sometimes I want to give the right advice too, but I know Vanessa and Jen, you guys like the proactiveness. Like, I feel like that's great. Cause that's a great, and it's not that, no, because here's the thing, which also I think is important to point out that the lack of response sometimes, a lot of times, is not because I don't want to answer you. It's because we're genuinely busy it's with not. other things. And I personally get hundreds of emails a day, hundreds. And sometimes I'm even to Jennifer, I'll text her and I said, do not mind all the responses that you're getting. I'm on a roll. Like literally I'm going through and I'm on a roll. And I said, I have no expectation of this to get done. Like, you know, like I'm just going through this, da, da, da. But something that has been very helpful for the, I mean, she checks back up and she makes, she's a list maker, which God bless her. Um, because, um, <laughs> but my thing, because here's, here's what I, um, and this is, should be just, you know, a general advice to anyone, you know, I, um, I am, I boast about productivity and how productive, you know, I like to be and how I want my team to also be. And a lot of that has to do with delegation. 
And because I can't possibly manage this company on my own and I can't empower Jennifer if I don't get her the support that she also needs, not just from me, but from someone under her who's kind of also picking up the slack because that's what leadership actually looks like. You're able to trickle down, um, you know, efforts so that together we can get a massive project done and checking in is important and having the confidence to do so and ask questions. But, but what I like that you pointed out is like, you know, there also is, if I've explained it 10 times, if I've emailed it 35 times, if I've told you, okay, clearly I may not be communicating correctly. So please speak to whoever who actually handles that project. Maybe they can do a better job at explaining it to you than I can. And you still don't get it. You know, what, what, what about them apples, man? Like, you know, like, come on, (laughs) at what point do you, do you get on the ball and do you get, because I can understand, you know, internships, um, for most, uh, out of college kids, it's like a one or two day, uh, a week thing for a few hours. So obviously the levels of expectations from an employer cannot be up here. Right. But at the same time, if you've been coming into the office for three weeks straight, and the one thing I've told you is, check the general email to see if there are new orders to go out and you're still and and it's still you know what i mean like it's 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 kind of hard to be like you know not lose my shit at some point yeah but there's also the difference of like you know i i had this experience last week actually with someone who was being very overzealous um Mm -hmm. she was overstepping my boundaries in terms of my business at the end of the day like if you're a client i'm happy to give you tailored advice but like Otherwise, you're just going to have to consume my general advice that I offer or take me up. I have like, I'm running a free accountability group for a group of, I mean, I opened up to everyone. We started- you're speaking my language, Carla. We're going to be BFFs. We're going to go off I of this. <laughs> well, I wanted to teach these kids about smart goal setting yeah. and accountability yeah. because sadly, like not, I've been coming to find as I, pre- I was a professor at a fashion school and I'm in school. I, you know, I, I, I've tried to use career services. They're not always helpful in specific industry vacuums. So meaning they're good at helping you get a very general corporate job, but that's not the same as getting like a fashion job or an entertainment job. It's just a different language. Right. But you know, I'm, I started these freebies and she kept emailing me, asking me for specific advice. And I had thrown her a major bone. I connected her directly to a stylist who does not post internships, whatever. And it just came to the point where I messaged her back and I was like, listen, I need you to take this as a learning lesson in the future, not just of this specific situation between you and I. Straight up, I just did you a huge favor. And now you're pushing me and pushing me, even though I have repeatedly told you, I am sorry, but our work as a client and as my, my your coach is sadly over. Yeah. I would love to help you, but you need to schedule another session. Yeah. Otherwise, here's a link to this blog that I wrote. Here's my YouTube channel that's free. You didn't stick up with the accountability group, so you got booted because that's how I roll. And like, this is how you ruin relationships. Yeah. Because you just took my favor and you're pushing me, girl. Yeah. And she she literally had no idea. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I was just, you know, I was trying to be proactive. This means so much to me. And I was like, yes, but I told you to chill. And you did. Yeah, yeah. So it's also, you know, we all have to keep ourselves honest in that like if you're an employer and your intern just will not stop following up did you answer any of their emails like did you tell them like hey i swear i'll get back to you like it's a two-way street of like telling them how you need to be managed and like them trying to make the best of the opportunity um but generally speaking very easy ways to avoid this are by creating projects like you were saying you always have to check the general email inbox like go do that yeah. like at, write have a to do list yeah right on your yeah. post it note keep it on your computer when i was an assistant that's what i did yeah corner 
it literally said Carla. Well, and, and, I, and I know that this may sound like super petty or whatever, but even when, after I've hired someone, I just, I'll, I'll tell them, which I literally did like sit down and come into the office and sit with, and just take notes as I'm speaking, because I, you know, I'm actually giving you directions and, um, you know, and your POC, if it's not me, it's Jennifer. So, you know, if, and if I'm busy, trust me, I will not answer. And then your best bet is, um, you know, going to Jennifer to get an, a response. So yeah, for them, I mean, I think we need like a second part to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but for more info, I'm just gonna say, yeah, you, Carla, right? For more, info. we need like yes. part two, part two, part yes. two. Yes. Um, because you have shared. Uh, the thing is, it's such a, and you said it before. It's a very hot topic because it. I think it. It goes to the core of just who we are as people. It's. It's like a self representation, and obviously, we get defensive when we get into to that in that in that space, but ultimately you know you've given very clear um tips um but you know i think what i what i would want people to really understand is that at the end of the day it isn't anything personal i think in the end both parties are trying to get the best and, and create a win-win scenario um but for that to happen it takes you know different elements and different things from each other for that to just like you said, it's like dating and it's like, and if you gel and if you connect and um, if there's reciprocity um, and that's how you create, you know, not only a, a great internship, but also a long lasting relationship. Because sometimes people who apply for internships end up, you know, and they don't get it, may call back for, you know, for something else. And, you know, you would want to be a referral source or you may want to be, uh, continue to have a relationship with that person. So it's all in how, um, you manage that. So um, I love that you touched on that and how important it is on um, maintaining those relationships. Yes. But for now, we do have to go, but I do uh, think that we need a follow-up. <laughs> for more info where could people follow you carla and, and so, tips from your website yes you are offering free options right now so yes I, I always do because i also realize like not everyone can afford a coach at all times it's just not their priority at that moment so when it is your priority i'm here for you but i record a lot of free um content uh you can find me on instagram at carla isabel c-a-r-l-a-i-s-a-b-l um and I, my YouTube channel, CarlaIsabelCarsons.com. I also have a new resume guide I just launched yesterday. It's called Stand the F Out, How to Write a Resume That Gets You Hired. Yeah, because awesome. We'll be sure to include that link um, yeah. in our posting. Um, but again, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you for having we, me. We definitely will follow up for a part two, um, and, and hopefully we can do that in person in our. I know. I know. Sending the I know. It's like we want to hug and, and, and you know and see people in person. Um, make sure to rate, subscribe, and comment on our podcast. Yes. We need all your support, as you guys know, and we will also mention, I believe, a link where uh, Vanessa and Jen are working on towards Corona Relief Fund. But that's Bella's stuff. Yeah. So yeah. anywhere we any way we can help. You have a friend in us. We love you guys. Thank you, Bellas. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Bye Carla. Thank you. Thank you.